And I'm Jenny. And this is Have You Heard Of. It's the podcast where two best friends, us, finally hold each other accountable for all those pop culture recommendations we keep giving each other. This week, um, I will be talking about um, the love album, How I'm Feeling. We have been waiting so long to talk about this because life happened and so we ended up getting delayed. Yeah, well, so we originally were delayed by regular life things and then yes. other life things happened. We're like, okay, we'll just push it back another week and then yeah. another week. And meanwhile, this album's just been on repeat <laughs> in my Spotify. Really curious to see if he shows up in my Spotify wrapped because <gasps> that ends, the recording period for that ends at the end of October, I believe. So he would have just oh, made it. Oh, it's very, yeah. So thank you everyone for your patience for waiting for us. We kept delaying it as you were saying a bunch of life things happen and we just couldn't record or bring the energy that is needed to talk about this album. So thank you so much. Also, yeah, I got that notification on um, Spotify being like, rap's coming soon. And honestly, I think this may be, I may have listened to this album or just love more than I've listened to BTS this year. And that's saying a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So I, anywho, but before we get into this album, Emma, do you have a spotlight for us? I do. I was trying to think of new music I've been listening to, and Mm. certainly a lot of artists I like have put out music I love this year. And then today I was listening to a song from 2016, or songs rather, from the TV show The Get Down on Netflix, which I've definitely hyped up to you before. It famously got canceled technically after one season, but they did break the season up into two parts. So Mm. one season that feels like two seasons. Anyways, canceled too soon. It's about the great musical transition from like the end of disco to the birth of hip hop in the seventies. It's spectacular. Baz Luhrmann directs the pilot, which got a lot of hype and when it first came out and he it's, it's just splendid, but Mm. the music is so euphoric in this show. Mm. Like there's, like two of my favorite moments in the first season just build so beautifully. You have got one song uh, by the character Mylene Cruz uh, called Set Me Free that's in a church that is just mind-blowingly beautiful gospel disco. And then you have the Get Down Brothers, our leads, doing their first big performance of them debuting like their DJ and like pseudo, like not pseudo, proto-rap skills. And they incorporate all this music that they've both like made over the course of the first season and talked about so they're bringing in the star wars theme and mylene's song and it's just incredible and it's so fun to see the way that this show has such a talented cast of young actors and highlights them all beautifully so if you're in the mood for a musical and you want something that's 10 hours long go watch the get down i've only seen like part of the first season i i sometimes struggle with like i start with things and never finish it but from what i watched i enjoyed so Mm -hmm. and also that music style is a lot of fun so i agree as well it's just incredible i listened to it and this today and i was like oh that's gonna be my spotlight (gasps) oh thank you oh music is something like i've always enjoyed music but i go i went through a phase when i started listening to podcasts that i just didn't listen to music at all for the longest time and then eventually usually mainly because bts started getting into music again and now like oh i've been sleeping on just music in general (laughs) i know this is why i'm so excited for my spotify rap this year Mm. because i share a spotify account with someone in the great nature of sharing streaming services and i've I've always felt very underrepresented in the spotify (laughs) raps previously yeah of like oh well it's not it's this is kind of my fault because i didn't listen to music at all so obviously 
the music I didn't listen to isn't going to be on Spotify Wrapped. I have brought it this year. I'm so excited to see my impact. Yeah, it's it's an exciting time of the year. So I will update y'all when I get my Spotify Wrapped. We should do like... Uh, like a spotlight for the next one being like, hey, this is our Spotify rap or something. When does it come out? Is this going to happen soon? I think it comes out December, I think. Oh, I can't wait. All right. Shall we start talking about this album? Yes. I have a question, a relevant question to ask. Yes. Was this on like your Spotify Discover playlist? Or did, so did you discover love through Spotify or through... Another very, if you listen to the album, obvious connection. Okay, so I kind of a little bit of both. Well, actually, subconsciously, I've heard some of Lau's music before. So if anyone has heard the song, um, like, I Like Me Better When I'm With You, mm-hmm. like, which was on the radio in, I think it was 2018 or 2019, like, it, that is him. And so I've definitely heard that song before. And also a main reason why is that... Um, JK from BTS covered a song from him. He covered a song, Never Not. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I should check him out. And also, it, um, the song Tattoos Together was on my Discover on Spotify once. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, okay. So the answer really is all like of the that. above. I, I really like, what I was really excited is I saw the BTS connection and it was like, oh, that's got to be it. But then also... Troy Sivan features on this album and yes. you were the only reason I heard I knew who Troy Sivan was in like 2013 mm. yeah um, I was a big fan and, I and also this fan. just is very you music I listened to it and I was like I completely understand why Jenny enjoys this from everything I know about her musical taste so I was like is Spotify's algorithm just very prescient it's <laughs> a beautiful serendipitous union of all mm. of her loves the answer is yes yes like all I, of the above like ironically like there, yes, there is a song on here that features BTS, but it's not one of my favorite songs on the album, surprisingly. Oh. But yeah, so this album, I the first song that got me really into it was the song Tattoos Together. And then I was like, you know what? Like, this is interesting enough. I'll listen to the whole album. And then so on Spotify, I just like downloaded the album. And I, I don't know why I was so shocked, but this is probably my favorite album of all time. Like, whoa, this is a desert island disc. Yes, this is like 100%. Yes, I there every single one of these songs. It's the whole album is a non skip album for me. Like every that single was gonna be one of my questions. I was like, yeah, do you have skips. I do have a couple skips, but overall, love, yes. but I was like, I got to warn you. I have a couple skips. That's OK. Like I would play this like as I'm just mulling around at home. I play this when I'm at work. I play this when I am just walking to and from work. I play this album all the time. I tried so hard to buy the album, like a physical copy, because like I like to physically own the thing. And <laughs> this happened like six months ago, six months ago, and I st- it's, they still haven't gotten it. So I think it's a lost cause at this point. But this album, I think the reason why it is held so high for me is because every time I've listened to it, so this came out in 2020, March 6th, 2020. <gasps> I couldn't believe that it wasn't a pandemic album when so much of it is like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot we all also had those feelings before we were locked indoors. And it's incredible that he was doing a tour before this album came out featuring songs from the album before mm-hmm. it was released. So yeah, you would think that this so is like a pandemic album. people were excited for this. Yeah. So he's been like, this is his first official debut album. He's had other like... um 
EPs and stuff, but this is his first featured, like his actual debut album. And so, yeah, he was doing a lot of um, concerts before he was actually, he toured with Ed Sheeran during Ed Sheeran's like um, in Asia part of the tour. So that's where he got a lot of his fan base from us. He toured with Ed Sheeran. Um, And yeah, so this surprises me so much that, yeah, it wasn't made during the pandemic. And then it made you realize that, yeah, these thoughts and feelings are always going on. And also it's because every time I've listened to this album, I've been like, it's been over a year now, but every single time I've had like a favorite song, cause it's really like hit home for me. And then like a couple months later, another song, I'm like, okay, now this one really hits home for me. And another one I was like, oh my God, now this is where I'm at. So there's, it covers such a broad spectrum of emotions. Yet every single time I listen to it, I feel it in my soul so yes. hard. <laughs> yes. So for me, I, so I said I had skips. I, I only have skips if I'm sitting and listening to the album. Like, and if I, or mm. if I'm walking somewhere, like if my full attention goes to the album, then I have skips. Mm. But also this album is just works so beautifully and is so, <laughs> the Swifty in me, sonically cohesive. Like it works so well as an entity that if I am doing anything else, if I am cooking, if I am cleaning, if I am working on my computer, then it's a no skip album because everything just, and this is a compliment, bleeds together so well. Yeah. And then your brain, while you're doing all these other things, while you're multitasking, will zero in on lyrics and you're just like, that <laughs> affects me. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, like find it when I am listening very consciously hard to listen to all in one sitting because it's, and again, this is complex. Like it's so, so plain in its language and its lyrics of like mm. this real emotional draw, just like ring out that love is experiencing. Yeah. And so when you're sitting with it and it's, we do so often couch things in metaphors mm. or, like just instinctive protective ways of being like, it's fine, actually, I'm fine. And so to listen to just someone be like, I am not okay. I have all of these regrets. I'm sitting in them. And even as I try to move forward, I don't know how to move past it. And so to listen Mm. to all of that with your full focus is just, I definitely see what you mean. Like the lyrics, it's not like it's painting a picture. It's just telling you how it is. It's just straight up. This is is how I'm feeling, which is literally the name of the album. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I should have given you more credit loud. But you're like, yeah, that is my design. Yeah, and this album is also like super personal for the artist as well mm-hmm. because um, while he was creating this artist, uh, this artist, while he was creating this album, he was diagnosed with depression and OCD. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of mental health um, language in this album as well about like, being in like a manic state or talking about medication or all those types of things. Like it's very ingrained within the album. And also he created a foundation called the blue boy foundation, which was to try to destigmify like mental health and to like talk about it. So it's a whole program where celebrities and artists like talk about the mental health struggles and trying to break down modern loneliness and like talking about stuff. And it's, oh, yeah. It's so good. And you really like, it's really interesting to know that he got a, a diagnosis during this period. Also, just because I'm still very moved why whenever someone chooses to share that information publicly when, mm. when they're a prominent figure. Um, and I'm like, thank you. Like, that's, it's still very intense. Yeah. It's so interesting because there's so many feelings that come with a diagnosis like that of like, mm. 
and I don't know how that felt, but of the relief of like, oh, there's not something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. Like, I'm not doing things mm. wrong. There is something happening in my brain, and now I know what it is. And yeah. then, But then it becomes this whole thing of, okay, now I can't just... I don't know, like, for me, it's always been, like, almost more difficult about, like, of getting mm. diagnoses because mm. it becomes, I can't ignore this. I can't say I'm just going to shake it off. I have to actually take steps to, to deal with it. It's Yeah, it's very true. Like, labels have power to them. Like, like finding out. It's not that there's something wrong. It's just that you're, like, wired differently. Like, there's, there's a so, reason. You, you can knowing find that there's tools. A, yeah, knowing that there's a reason. I, I find comfort in those types of labels at least for me because then I again like I'm like oh this is the reason yeah you're like you have a concrete proof you're like there's I'm not doing things badly there's something happening and also like the way a lot of the healthcare system works or ways to find support it's like a requirement unfortunately that Mm -hmm. like you need to say like I have this and then like oh now we'll help you and like there's always like a payment block between that and like getting tested and all these things and yeah it's a lot to deal with being told a label too. Like there's a lot, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's a long album. There's 21 songs, it's, but it's only an hour and, a, hour and six minutes long. So it's not. Yeah. The, the tracks long. are all short. Like they, they're all, uh, not all, but a lot of them are under three minutes. Yeah. And so like, again, like I, they kind of flow together, but they also like each individual song stands on its own. It's not like I have to listen to one before I listen to the other one, but some of them do kind of like, join together very nicely they do i um like listened to this album a lot in the weeks leading up to when we were originally planning on recording and then uh had like a week where i didn't listen to it at all and then as i was like wait no i'm gonna have to remember all these details (laughs) again eventually and i started listening to it again even just like a couple tracks at a time Hmm. and i found it so easy to to remember each song like even when i was just looking at the track list i was like oh i can hear each one in my mind yeah and i like it not only like lyrically, but also just the way it sounds, like mm-hmm. the different drops or the like repetition or the instruments that's playing. Like, as Emma said, it's very Jenny music. Like, I like when a song goes somewhere. Yeah. Or like they play with language and like one of the songs, he doesn't say one of the words, but you know what the word he dropped is because it's been repeated a lot of times. And I'm like, I like that because he made me think of a word. And that's like, he tricked my brain to think something. That's just fun. (laughs) (laughs) A little trick. A little trick will do ya. And just in case you're wondering, like, like, so his stage name is Lauv. And it is kind of a nod to his mother's heritage. It's, It's part kind of Latvian for lion. Also, his birth name is... Ari, A-R-I, which is lion in Hebrew. And he's also a Leo. So that's what he goes by. <laughs> Triple lion threat. Exactly. That's why there's a lyric in one of the songs. He's like, I tried to impress you about some bullshit about my own name. That's the reference to that. I don't have a lot about him as a person, really, or other of his music. Like the other, um, his EP, I Met You at 18, was really good too. But like this specific one, not only the music, there's also music video elements of it. Like the album cover, if you look at it, it's like him and then a bunch of different versions of himself, which we'll get into later. But there's um, a red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and every single one of them represents a different part of his personality and like who he is. And he was saying in interviews that this album was a way for him to acknowledge these different parts of him and to acknowledge that all are part of him and to not like hide away from any of those parts 
or try to like dismiss one of them or anything. It's like, it's all part of me and I need to accept who I am. And this is how I'm feeling. And I really like this. Oh, oh God. Emma. Okay. I, I did not look up anything really about him because he said this album is very personal. And I was like, I want to just live in this version of yourself that you've shared with me. Yes. And certainly he's probably shared many other things publicly, but I was like, I don't need to know any of that. Yeah. I looked up one thing for this album not accidentally but I was looking up lyrics on Genius Lyrics and I clicked on one of the little like fun facts Mm. so I'm gonna share that later you probably already know it if you picked it up but it is a beautiful fact also he is also featured on a lot of different songs and so like a lot of my like liked songs are just like he's featured in so he is he's definitely an artist that you may not know but your favorite artists know who he is you know it's one of those vibes it's so interesting to listen to an artist who really is on this verge of mainstream breakthrough. And it could go either way of just continuing to being this like niche, if you know, you know, kind of performer Mm. or someone who is going to be selling out stadiums for the next 10 years. Exactly. Okay. So welcome now to our complete album review of this album. (laughs) Um, I have wrote notes of every single song, but we don't need to talk into detail about every single song because there's 21 of them. There are some that I have more thoughts on, but I feel like the best way to begin is the beginning. <laughs> very good I, okay, place to start. Okay, a very good place to start. Excellent as that is the order that my notes are in. Lovely. Drugs in the internet. Yes. Do you want to kick it off? I f- no, you look excited. What would you like to say about this song? I was just going to say, this song, I was like, this is a, I was going to say a sledgehammer to the head. That's way too violent, but this <laughs> song was just so much for me mm. as someone who, like literally everyone on the earth, has my internet usage skyrocketed yeah. in the past two years. But listening to it, I did have the moment of, oh God, I just rotate from screen to screen. Yeah. I need to touch some grass. <sighs> um, and it's this war of finding connection through the internet to I'm trying to impress people I don't know, but do I know them? Because we talk on the mm. internet, but is it the same? What is what does this all mean? Again, I can't believe it's what's in the pandemic album, but I'm going to stop saying that because I don't want that to sound like an insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, def- it's, again, th- these were issues that have been happening, that have definitely they have been escalated with the pandemic. Um, but yeah, so this song, Drugs on the Internet, yeah, hit me so hard. It's like the opener. It has like one beat and all of a sudden it, like, the dr- it drops and you're like, oh yeah. And it's all about like escapism. There's a line of, I wonder what it feels like to be more than what I am or be more than I am. And it's like, oh, that's so true. Like you like escape out into the internet. And there's one line he sings when he said, I sold my soul. And just the way he sings it, no matter where I am, if I'm on the bus, if I'm at work, I sing this song, this lyric out loud, every single side. It's just, I love the note that he sings for it. And yeah, this is very much like you want to feel something and you escape to the internet or you escape by using like substances to like feel something that isn't you because sometimes being you is a lot. sweet thrill of connection of like, I think part of it also is like when you're on the internet or when you're meeting a new person, you're like, this time I get to just tell you the good parts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a banger of an opener and it really is like, oh, this is what this album is going to be. Okay, it is. let's get it's started. Very solid thrum. Uh, next song, Fuck I'm Lonely. Yes. Like, mm. Okay, this is my favorite fact about okay. the only fact I have from this album. Do you know what the inspiration for this album was? The whole album? No, sorry, not this album, this song. Um, all I know is that he wrote it in an airport, and that's all I know. Okay, so it's got the lyrics, I call you one time, two time, three time, I can't wait no more. And the whole song, 
as evidenced by the title, is about feeling very lonely yeah. and, like, one people around. It is not about a person. It is about his favorite sandwich. And one time when he tried to call the restaurant and they were closed, he was <laughs> like, I hate this. They won't pick up. I just want my sandwich. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That makes me He's so like, happy. He's like Tom from Great British Bake Off. It's incredible. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, sometimes it's like that, man. You just, like, the one thing that happens, you're like, God... Damn it, I just wanted this sandwich. One time I went for Korean food and I walked to the restaurant. It was a very nice summer day. And then I got there and they weren't supposed to close until nine. And I got there at like seven. There's a sign at the door out of food and they were closed. And I just had my hands <laughs> in the door and I could see the cashier like cashing out. And I was like, <laughs> that was me i tried to get korean fried chicken and there was a note on the door saying added chicken and i was like this this what else i'm not gonna buy just pickled radishes like how did you not plan for this well it was it was i live on an island so like there was like fairy troubles <sighs> and wind issues, and but still yeah my my favorite line from this song is sorry if i say some things i mean and it's like oh Oh, because it's so true. Because I'm just gritting my teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the moment. I was like, my friends aren't around. I maybe I'm sorry if I say something that, like I actually mean to you. Like, oh yeah, it's true. Like sometimes you say things and you're like, hey, this is just honesty. I'm lonely. I want that sandwich. <laughs> my, I want that sandwich. Also, my touch starved ass. The lyric, your fingers through my hair. That's on my mind. And I was like, oh. correct. Well, here's also the thing. I've been going on a journey. If you've listened to the podcast at the beginning, I have been for a long time very anti-romantic <laughs> for a while. And I am on, I have quickly joined the bus on the romantic. And now, so again, it's the bus to hell. <laughs> so I haven't had anyone run their fingers through my hair in months, Jenny. And wasn't I telling you that like, I, I found myself holding my own hand when I was sleeping. I was like, Jenny! <laughs> God damn it, Jenny. Anywho, so again, as is depending on where I'm at in my life, this song before I was like, oh yeah, it's bouncy, it's nice. And then now I'm like, fuck. Hot. <laughs> damn it. So that is a good song. The next one is Lonely Eyes. And I really like this song. It's all about like, if we all go through life making connections with the idea that other people also want connections and they're also lonely, like, I feel like we should come together and, like, realize that and be kinder to one another. And it's, like, that moment when you see somebody, like, oh, you have lonely eyes. Like, I recognize it because I have them, too. And it's, like, oh. Yes. Oh. Um, I, I inexplicably didn't write down the first half of this lyric, but there's a lyric in the song um talking about like the the person you speak to with the lonely eyes is like oh you've had your heart broken truth is i've never had mine and i just love this double-edged loneliness is, mm. if, is he thinking about how he's never had a heart or he's never had his heart broken because they're oh. two different things but they blend together they bleed together yes together, but like, oh i like that yeah 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 and i like the line of goes on vacation to expensive places to get away from her mind i was like stop looking at me hey <laughs> Hey, love, can you get out of my brain for a second? I'm not trying to bite. Even last year I couldn't travel. So I'm going to just go to an Airbnb for a week in my own city. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because why not? Sometimes you need to look at different walls. Yeah. It's he, the type of music and like the instruments that he uses, it's very four dimensional, if that makes sense. Like, it could be like calming, but there's also some like beats to it as well. Like, it's very like lofty music, but in the best way. <sighs> 
In Star Trek. <laughs> okay. In Star Trek, the Vulcans play a game that's like a bunch of, it's like four dimensional chess with like a bunch of sticks. And now I can't remember what it's called, but mm. it's like that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Terrible yeah. comparison. I don't remember anything. That's okay. <laughs> I appreciate the reference. Okay, next song Sims. I never played The Sims, so I appreciated the song for what it is saying, but I, I understand the experience. I cannot relate the analogy. That is okay. I played The Sims a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I really got this song. So it's about like, it's about having like bad first impressions. And it's like, man, I wish we didn't make it on this night. I wish we were in The Sims and I could just redo this and like do all these things. And we could be a bunch of different things, right? Like meeting the right person at the wrong time. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much being like, you can't, another song is similar to this of like, there is no do-overs. It's not, your life is not a video game. Even you could be like, oh, wrong, like right person, wrong time. If it's the wrong time, it's not the right person either. Exactly. And like, he's got a line here of like, if someone had like, had made a move, I wouldn't have let you. And yeah. Like, mm. I will say we were originally supposed to record this episode in early October. <laughs> uh, so my big note for this was this song makes me want to go to a trashy Halloween party, but I'm just going to oh. spend the day watching movies. Didn't do that either. Oh, but, yep. <laughs> uh, I really want to go to Halloween parties. If anyone wants to have Halloween in November, hit me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Sims. Next song is Believed. This one is, it's regretting after relationship. Yeah, this song isn't a skip for me, but this is, like I was talking earlier about how when I listen to it very consciously, Mm. it gets hard for me. This is a part where it gets hard for me because Mm. it is the sense of I am so focused on my past mistakes that I have failed to curate and care for the relationships I still have. And now those are just more mistakes and it's this piling on top and you're like, I can't claw my way out because I'm still digging myself out from Four bad decisions ago. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what? You encapsulated the whole song in that sentence. So good. That is believed. They also say a figment of my imagination. And I was like, just like in Disney World. (laughs) Figment! Yeah! (laughs) So proud. Um, Next song is Billy. I am very fascinated with this song because it really has like two parts to it in a way. It's a hypothetical child named Billy being like, everyone didn't believe in me. And you know what? I'm going to prove them wrong. And like using the haters and the doubts as like motivation to continue going on. And it's like, oh, it's like, oh, now you have to be motivated by people who uh, encourage you. And it's like trying to find that that flip side of because if you're always motivated just by negativity, it will catch up on you. Any thoughts on that song? This is one of my, this is my first skip of the album. That is okay. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I run really hot and cold with story songs. And mm. like you said, this is a fictional, a fictional child. Yeah. This is not autobiographical anyways, love. I, I did also was on was on Lyric Genius and was like, <laughs> yeah, this this is not about me. Uh and so I just was not <laughs> invested in this fictional that is person. Fair. And so I was like, I, I really understand the message that he's going with of this big debate of, okay, yeah, do things at a spike if you get stuff done, but don't like, you have to think of another reason of why you're doing it. Just like in Jamie Tart and Ted Lasso. Ooh, maybe that'll be my next pick for you. Ooh. I use the same five phrases every day of my life. I've already said it really bleeds together like three times in this episode. Every time I'm on a call with my boss, my boss is like, how are you doing after any change? And I'm like, I really got thrown off my rhythm. And I'm like, at this point, they're gonna be like, were you ever on your rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at my job. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
with this one, like it's it, it's got a lot of lines about like the vibes, and I can't say word vibes all the time. But here, I was just like, but what are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying? Really? With that this is song? fair. I would I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite songs of the album. I don't skip it because I don't skip any of the songs. But I agree with you. Like it was, it's probably in my bottom favorite. Like bottom. Yeah. Song. If it, if I was driving in a car with you in it, I would keep the song on and I would sing along because I know every freaking word. So. <laughs> like uh, at the end of the day, to skip songs mean anything in regards to this yeah. album. Okay, the next song is one of my favorite songs on the album called Feelings. This song, okay, one note. This song drives me insane, but only because the very first note sounds like another song from like my Christian rock days when I was 15, <laughs> but I can't remember what song it is. So for every time it comes on, whenever it came on shuffle, there's the second of like, ah, except I don't know what it reminds me of. So I'm just tortured for half of a second, but also I love this song so much. Okay. <laughs> I see music can trigger stuff, man. <laughs> it's such a good song. So I was like, I gotta talk about how I love this song. Yes. But also one specific emotion of just like the time knife in my brain. This is always a song. Like I've gone through so many emotions with this song of like feelings are, he quotes, feelings are hard to find. And as soon as you get it, it's like, I want to do whatever you want to do. And it's, which is good consent. Like I'll do whatever, but it's also like, that nervousness and like longing of like you said like love is like pointless but like I really like you I mean I if yes no maybe I I I like you and I'm like oh this is too cute and it, it is like this of like oh god to get what I want I have to find a way to articulate like yeah. it's hard to find but it's like remember like the consent of I want to do whatever you want to do but you have to tell me what that is and you're like oh that like back and forth in your own mind but also it involves someone else right so it's Mm -hmm. like how do you express those inner thoughts when you don't even know your own thoughts when they have to become outer thoughts oh somehow it's so like romantic but also like intimate in a way of like this and the next track as a double feature really knock me out because it is intimate it's this like it's very evocative the allure of what if but in a good way fun of what if this had happened instead it's what if this happens next you know when you're talking about someone with about all the things you want to do and all the things you're dreaming of doing together then you like stop talking and it's the like little glow of like oh i think we're actually gonna do all that yeah it's that feeling of like like laying in bed or sitting at the edge of the bed and just like talking to this person you care about and it's like in those quiet moments and you just like you just want to communicate and like talk about wonders and yeah like the next song the canada song like dude i both of us live in canada i am like dude i also want to escape to canada when i live here <laughs> so I, I want to escape to this version of canada from this song yes it features uh Alyssa cara a canadian artist oh i didn't know that oh hell yeah oh, yeah she's canadian uh she's on cbc radio 2 a lot when she first broke out which is also the like one year of my life where i had a car and i also do a lot of radio too it's also like living in canada you think like some of these artists are way more popular than you think they are because canadian radio on the radio (laughs) has to play a certain amount of canadian artists (laughs) i know so she came on here and i was like oh She's actually popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alessia Cara. It's very much like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just be together and move away and just like be content together. Written by the current reigning queen of pining, Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, yes. You told me this. Wow. I know. I know. It's I, been a I, month I since we were supposed to record it. I remember you told told me this and I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I like, completely forgot oh. again. Oh, 
I know. I, I'm really pleased I didn't know that until I was making my notes about how much I love this song because it made me very pleased that it was just instinctive of, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a horrible That was comment. interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always a nice reminder to be like, oh, I like the things I like because I like them and not just because... I've always liked it. I've said the Mm. word so many times, but like when you reach a point of, I like everything with this one person. And then if they ever do something bad, I'm like, no, it's still great. Mm. Uh, But I didn't even know the Phoebe Bridges was involved with this and I still loved it. I really like her for for quality. It's a it's a lovely duet. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's got my favorite lyric of it is how you talk with your hands and how you sigh like a movie. And I think Mm. that speaks a lot to, you know, love's fear of, who am I? Mm. What am I doing? Where am I going? And this desire to make yourself like a main character. And obviously you should be the main character in your own life, but it's, it, I find it also so helpful to think of your, yourself outside of the terms of a narrative because our lives are not a story. There is no beginning, middle and end. There's just, mm. we just keep going until we stop. Yeah. Uh, and so the way this song blurs reality and fiction and this person trying to find a narrative and meaning to everything in their lives. Mm. And this song is really good. Yeah. I feel like this group of songs that are in a row have a very intense, like it goes through all the different emotions of like the feelings is like, Oh, I have this feeling. So kind of like, let's move away and like be together. And then the next song for now is about like a long distance relationship. Exactly. So it's the, what if we were there somewhere together? What if we went somewhere together? And then it's, what if you came back to where I am? Yeah. And it's like, so the next songs for now is about like, I will like, I'll kiss you through the phone. I know it's yeah, hard to love and- someone who's far away, but like, this is just how it'll be for now. Right. It's not forever. It's for now. It's for now. And for now, our friends will fill this home. Yeah. And A, that works very well from a rhyming perspective. <laughs> and B, I'm just always very happy when someone uses the word home versus house or mm. it's a home is a very personal thing. It is. And it's very different. A house is a building, is concrete, it's wood, it's floor, it's that's a I don't do construction. I don't know what it's made of. <laughs> That's fair. (laughs) But a home, it's personal. It's what you make of it. It's not just the things in it, but it's the people within it. It's the feelings attached to it. I'm just gonna say positive things about every single one of these songs. So Yeah. <laughs> I remember okay, we talked to one of your friends who listens to our show and he was like, You guys don't really like criticize anything. You're just happy to be there. I am happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're just happy here. Okay, moving along. Next song, mean it. You should say whatever you want to say first about this song. Okay. Um, so this one's very much of like, do you like me or not? Do you actually mean it? Like, if you're still on the fence, like, I need to know this. And like, there's one line that I love, which is, you know, you got me in the palm of your hand, but I love those hands. You know, you got me in the palm of your hand, but I love those hands. That live Emma's I currently like I'm gonna black out I feel like all blood I was like <laughs> blood is reaching my brain that line holds so much <laughs> she's massaging her head she's trying not to pass out Emma you like that line I'm assuming eh I like this whole song because it's about Destiel <laughs> I know when you sent me that post you made I was like oh good <laughs> this is good stuff <laughs> I know, but it's just the whole song. Okay, even I was like, I want to hear what she thinks about before I completely derail. No, do it. Do it. Derail it. But 
that you were saying it's about like the wanting to find out if someone if someone really cares really like you know I was like you understand <laughs> on a fundamental level because one of the verses is small talk no conversation that look makes me impatient I can't tell what you tell what you're thinking please tell me what you're thinking if those two fictional men mm. well man and wave of celestial intent have had ever communicated once in their lives, mm. they would have kissed in season four, yeah. episode two, the second episode they meet. I mean, earlier, I also, for Canada, literally two songs, five minutes ago, talked about the line, how you talk with your hands, how you saw like a movie. I love hand imagery, okay? Yeah. I will eat that up every single time. Yeah, me too. And any person who's watched Supernatural and has viewing comprehension knows that hands are fundamental to yeah. the Destiel Heller lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made a GIF set on Tumblr. It's really <laughs> good. This song. Yeah. I'm really proud of the coloring on it. Those are two very different looking scenes and I made them look beautiful. And it's also interesting, like this song compared to Feelings, would they have a similar vibe? Of like, I want to do it, like, let's communicate. But Feelings is more like, hey, like, I'll do whatever. And and Mina is like, tell me. Feelings is that, per- like, is the narrator making that move. Mm. And Mina is wanting the other person to make the move first. Yes. Or it's being like, hey, I've now told you everything. Now I need something in return. You need to tell me what you're feeling now. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hey. 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 Small talk, no conversation. Makes me impatient. I can't tell what you're thinking. Please tell me what you're thinking. Last night we were more than fine. Just tell me if you changed your mind. If you changed your mind. Do you want to say anything else about that song? I really love this song. It is so beautiful. Yeah. I was listening to it again today and I wept <laughs> in a totally normal amount of emotion kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next song is Tell My Mama. Don't do drugs, kids. Or don't do hard drugs. Yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't do hard drugs, kids. This is... I feel like a lot of people have done party drugs that I've never done in my life. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm boring, but I also don't regret this decision. Yeah, I think it's very much like I'm doing something bad and I know it's bad, but I'm not going to stop. But also like being aware enough to know it's wrong, but still doing it. This is very much like within the context of the album is like the beginning of like a spiral in a way hiding the pain and like relapsing and being like everyone says I've been a manic Mm -hmm. they're probably right but I still manage like I'm just getting frustrated because everyone's saying these things like not wanting to deal with the issues and just being like just tell me mom I'm sorry yeah it's just like I'm sorry I I, yeah it's like the I know I'm doing something wrong and I don't know how to stop but also please do not criticize my actions because that's gonna make me dig my heels in even more exactly exactly Um, it's a good song it's very catchy the next song is one of another one of my favorites on the album sweatpants is so much fun it's about like right after a breakup and being like i (laughs) i am just gonna be in my sweatpants thinking of them this is the line of what like they pause and he doesn't say the words like it's supposed to say songs about her but it's like songs about these days it's sweatpants and songs about I'm like, oh, I know what you meant when you when you paused and you said that. And I love how the beat changes near the end. And yeah, it's good. my note for this was, you good? You okay? <laughs> you you good? You, you good, good, bro? You good? You good, bro? 
The next song is Who, which features BTS, which was kind of fun because BTS reached out to Love to participate in um, one of their songs, which is Make It Right. I was going to ask which one came first. Yeah, so Make It Right, I believe, came first and he did some of the English parts of it and then he asked if they wanted to be a part of um, his album and so they're like, yeah, sure. And so they they featured on Who. I really liked this uh, because I was just listening to it on Spotify and I have wireless headphones. I'm one of those people. So my phone was in another room entirely and I was like, okay, I know BTS is going to show up eventually. And mm. then the chorus hit and I was like, mm, there they are. There they are. <laughs> there they are. Uh, They're smooth and, tones. Mm. And it's just one of those, it makes you want to just kind of stop and hand it in the air. Like, yes, it's, I believe it's just JK and Jimin. But yes, mm. it's still like, it's about all of a sudden like waking up and being like, who is this person I'm with? Like they've changed. I think this song also works really well as a double feature with feelings. We've talked mm. just now about Mina and feelings, but I think this works because feelings is the moment when you know someone is the one and who is the moment when you realize they aren't. Yeah. Yeah. And But also I want to give credit to whoever this person is because also people are allowed to change. But yeah, depends. absolutely. Yeah. It's not, it's not a criticism. No. It's just, Oh, our, our, our time together ends exactly communication just communicate people (laughs) it's not a bad thing it's just a okay it's different now like we were good and now it's time to time to go next one is with troy savard my child uh, called i'm so tired this song is super fun i love the beat it's all about i'm so freaking tired of love songs because i keep hearing them and it's like right after a breakup or if you're in love with somebody not with them or something it's like it's not happening to me i'm not living a love song exactly i'm at this party and now i want to go home uh also like during the song he like references like lord and coldplay and like he's he's referencing like love songs that he really likes that he really likes and like those songs that you share with another person and you have to work so hard to reclaim them at some point y'all don't have a song. That's all I'm saying. Unless you're like, it's your like wedding dance song. Don't have a song. Like there is still one song I can't listen to because like I was in a relationship kind of with someone and we were like, oh, this is a great song. We all listen together. And I was like, I can't listen to this song anymore. It pisses me off. So I'm like, damn it. Don't pick songs, guys. It's just don't let them take music away from you. You know, <laughs> those, those are my thoughts. I think that's an absolutely good move to make. <laughs> I can't do it though. Like you're... Like not like just for any relationship, any kind of connection yeah. you have with someone. Like if there a song is playing at literally any time, or if we were talking about a song, unfortunately that does get locked in there. That's fair. Uh, but I know my first listen to song is I'm not tired of love songs. I love love songs, and then I listened to literally the rest of the song was like, oh no, I get it. Yeah, and I remember like being a kid, being like the moment I realized that almost all songs are about love, and I was like, ugh, I'm sick of this, and now I'm like, I get it. <laughs> Sick of this Marius cassette BS. (laughs) Yeah. Again, just so happy to see all the people featured on this album, though. Like I mentioned like 10 minutes ago, but he's, he's so on the, on the brink of being a huge fucking deal. It's really fun to see all of these artists just connect with each other and be inspired by each other. Yeah, I agree. The next song, um, El how do I say this? Tanyo? Tanyo? This one is, out of all the songs is the one that I feel like is the most disconnected to the rest of the album. But I still I still play it and I still enjoy it. It has like a the line, I'm going wherever you're going tonight, like kind of vibe, which is kind of fun. It's very fun. If someone put this on a par- party playlist, 
would love it. And yeah. with this album, like you said, it feels very out of place. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, not really out of place, just out of place in comparison to everything else. I agree. I, it's still a lovely song. It features Sofia Reyes. Beautiful voice. I always love music that has like multiple different languages in it. So it's still like fun and like vibey. He was saying like he added this song as like it's still part of his personality. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a question for you, actually, because mm. I... We're thinking about this. We've done a few musical artists on the show mm. before, but we've always done the artists themselves and we've curated playlists for each other mm. of our favorite songs over the course of many years. Yeah. So this is the first time Jenny's brought a total album. Yeah. And even that feels very unique. Like mm. I, unless it is an artist I already know, I very rarely listen to albums start to finish yes. anymore. It's very much, I'll find a song from an artist I like and I'll start listen to other tracks by them, but I don't listen to the whole album. Ah. And that has its pros and cons. And so I think it's interesting to have a song like this that works so well on a playlist and with the album as a whole. And I'm glad he included it because he's like, mm. the way the human brain works, you don't feel one way all the time. Yeah. So this is an accurate portrayal of how he's feeling. Yeah. Um, but I'm just very curious of like, as you've rediscovered music in the past two years, like how many times do you listen to whole, are you a playlist person? Are you a shuffle person? Are you a whole album person? It definitely depends. Like I like to make a lot of playlists, um, cause sometimes I'm just into certain vibes, but Mm -hmm. I think I have always been an album person personally Mm -hmm. back in my LimeWire days. Um, that was the only, like I would just get the albums. That's how you can get the songs. So I... Remember just listening to like full on albums and like Mariana's Trench, like I listened to the entire thing or like Dodie, like I like albums because I like that they they show a story. I find that like it's I don't search out albums first. If there's two or more songs that I have liked and I realize they're from the same album, then I'll listen to the entire album. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do like albums. I like I also I love physically having an album because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of thought into albums. Um, so that's me. <laughs> cool. Do you want to talk about the next song? Yeah. This is one of my favorites on the whole album. It's a good one. I, I just get so excited. It's been so long since I've talked to you. This is so thrilling. <laughs> um, it's so funny. I said earlier, I ran very hot and cold with story songs. Mm. Billy is a story song, albeit not about love. This one is a story song. I think about love. Yes. Uh, um, and it is my kind of story song. It is so fun. It's so mm-hmm. exciting. And it is just, it is less about... It's, I don't know, it's just, it's a very literal song. It's, in this case, not about how they're feeling. It is just about, like, what if we did this? And then, like, talking about, like, going to Portland. And I'm like, okay, I enjoyed just this insight into this one weekend of your life. Yeah. Because you do have those weekends that, or, like, those days or those whatevers that become so ingrained in your personality, even as you get years away from them. Yes. And it's about, like, this spontaneity and being like, we don't know each other. We're not even like kind of, we're not actually dating yet, but I, let's go get tattoos together. Yeah, let's just do this. You're not my girlfriend, thing. but we're doing real kissing. Yes, exactly. And I also just love, it's a small thing, but it's so significant. He doesn't say, and then she said, or he said, or I said, it is, then somebody said, taking no responsibility <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Just, somebody said it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. and um he was saying when he wrote this song he was in like a very like manic state and mm. 
this was very much like rose colored glasses. Like everything is great. I can do everything. And like everything's great. That's so interesting great. to reconsider. Actually, that totally changes the song for me. Of it, yes. You know, suddenly becomes this kind of scary song of like, oh, uh, I'm not in control. Exactly. Well, exactly. So like pretty much from this song on, the vibes of the song kind of change a bit. Because this was the first song that really got me into the album. And yeah, I was like, oh, tattoos together. Oh, this is super cute. Like they have this vibe and they haven't known each other very long, but they're still connected. But this is not good. Like you're mm-hmm. not doing well. And yeah, it definitely changes the vibe, eh? Oh my God, it does. Talking about like how people want to really control the narrative of your life. And so this is a moment of, I was not in control. I was not doing well. But if I tell it, it's this fun, exciting story. Then that's yes. what it will be. And that's what, it will, that's what I can say it was. Yeah. Ooh, and like oh in, no. in the music <laughs> video, it's like, um, it all starts with like him, like waking up and there's like someone in his bed and he wakes up and he's going around town like, all these colors it's so exciting and he's like oh this is so great and then he comes back and she's cheating on him and he's like what and it's about that like drastic shift of like all these things in your brain and all of a sudden being like oh oh no oh no and this kind of brings us to the next song which is changes so changes and the song after sad forever is probably my two favorite song i'm i don't know how many times i've said this my favorite two songs but i also love how they're connected to each other changes is about bright eyes like i'm gonna clean up my act i'm going to i'm gonna start i'm gonna i should get some medication i should be fine i'm going to work and i'm going to do all these things and everything is going to be great and when you think about it it's like all these unrealistic expectations but i've also felt like that like some days i'm like you know what I'm going to get, I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get rid of I've done yoga every night this week. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm a new woman. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do yoga again tonight. Let's just say that. Yes. It's an interesting of, I'm going to change except for there's no movement, you know? Yeah. It's the, I, it's so funny there. You said with tattoos together is when the album changes in tone. Yeah. Because I had made a note of changes in sad forever. This album shifts into Mm. like, a new state of mind. And yeah. I'm realizing now that that is directly tied to Tattoos Together. Because before yeah. I was listening to Tattoos Together, I, said, I called it a story song. It literally is. It's autobiographical, but it's him telling a story. Yeah. It's not him telling what's happened. And so now I'm like, oh, this com- beautiful track listing placement. Yes. Um, because changes is someday I'm going to feel better. And then Sad Forever is, why am I not feeling better now? Oh, it's, yeah. Okay. So Changes is amazing. Listen to it. Okay. Sad Forever, I think, is my favorite song. I... Have gone through a lot. Sorry for laughing. I know you have. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say that. And say that, bestie. I I have had many a car drives. Cry singing to this song. <laughs> it's like a cry for help. You know, it like is. it's from being like hopeful to sadness to like not having any control. And the way he organizes the song of like the chorus is just like a repeat of like I don't want to be sad forever. I don't want to be sad no more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like a repeat of like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to wake up and realize, I, no, I want to just wake up and realize that everything's going to be okay. And it's just like this repeat over and over and over again. And like, it hits me in my soul so hard. And it, we kind of talked about, about like being like a main character in your own life. There's a line of like, I've been living in the backseat uh, or backseat of my own life, trying to take control. And like, Mm-hmm. Both of those, like those lines together, like really hit home for me of being like, not only like the elements of stuff that you can control, but also like 
realizing you're the only one that can do that, but also like there's so much you have to do to get there and it can feel overwhelming. And again, the repetitiveness of this song of like the frustration of not wanting to be this sad. I don't want to be sad forever. I don't want to feel this way, but feeling stuck in that. Trying to take control, but I don't know how to. I don't want to be sad forever. I don't want to be sad no more. I don't want to wake up and wonder, what the hell am I doing this for? I don't want to be medicated. I don't want to go through that war. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad anymore. Apparently he wrote this song, like, on a plane ride over somewhere and he like wrote it down and he performed it right away and a lot of the like money that this song gets goes to a specific foundation the ending line of i'll make it through to tomorrow because that's all i can do today and it's like yeah like there's deep lows in life and like you don't want to be there like i feel like a lot of times people talk about it and they don't talk about how like hey I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be sad. I'm not sad. Like people like, oh, do this, do this. Like, oh, go for a walk or do this or maybe eat. Like you realize I don't want to be like this. Of course you can say that. Thanks. Of course. Yeah. I haven't thought of that yet. You know, like it's, I don't want to be like this. And it, this song is just, is so good, Emma. I love this song. It's a good it's one. It's so good. Do you have any thoughts on the song? No, I, I honestly just want to agree with everything you just said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> There's something else I could add to it. Yeah, I, oh God, this song like hits me in the soul so intensely. We're almost done. I, we only have oh, three man, more songs yeah. in the album. <laughs> okay, the next song is Invisible Things, which is super sweet. And it's all about like the invisible things in life are the actual things that are super like precious and like being happy isn't expensive it's not about having things it's about like waking up and like being beside someone or like childhood games and like all these things that are mine like these are the things i love the most of like knowing someone cares for me or like knowing this is happening like those are the invisible those are what actually matter there's something so delicious about like those moments of being aware of I'm having a really good day. I'm in a really good mood. Or just like yeah. when you see when you see someone or something from a certain angle and you think that's amazing. And then months later, they say, remember when this happened? You probably don't. It was just a little moment. You're like, no, I do. And it's like, yeah. this, 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 it's just the little things. And it's knowing the little things are shared. <laughs> this is, I think, my lowest, not lowest like stakes in the right word, but like my least revealing a moment I can remember of this is mm. like, it's so silly, but I love, I laugh so hard is that I watched Jurassic Park for the first time mm-hmm. and I was talking to my sister a few days later and said, this was my favorite line. And she was like, I don't believe this. I was going to say that's my favorite line too. And it's not one of the big iconic yeah. Jurassic Park lines. It's just a moment we both really loved. And I was like, we weren't even together for that. Yeah. But it was just this, oh, we're the same sign in, yeah. in this way. Um, or moments of... I am so happy right now and I'm going to remember this. Like you want you just take a snapshot of it in your head yeah. so that you can save it to be happy later. I know I've talked about a lot about how I like to like have physically have something like this physical copy of the CD or like I like to have that. But then I also like knowing I have it, but I don't need to see it all the time. Like I just it's the invisible things of like knowing that I have like I am able to have stuff that brings me joy or um, I'm able to, like, call you randomly. We can talk. Like, it's, like, it's those things are the things that are really special. And I like that. Talking to you makes dishes so much more fun. Yeah. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> um, the next song, Julia. Okay. 
This song has gone on a journey for me. At first, I wasn't a big fan of this song, and now I love it. Okay, I'm, I'm at the first part right now, so I like that you love it now because this makes me hopeful. Okay, because this is interesting because this song starts, and then it stops right away, and then they, like, as if, like, they didn't plug in something right, and they're like, okay, let's start again. And at first, I was like, okay, this is kind of random. Actually, though, it's perfect because this whole song is about, like, it's an apology about being, like, I, I messed up. I shouldn't have messed up. I am being self-aware. These are, I wish I didn't do these, all these things. And he is giving himself a redo of the song, which he can't do with this person. Okay. I do like that. Right? I know. I felt so selfish when I was listening to it and wasn't enjoying it because I just reached a point where this album has 21 songs. It's not a long album. We've talked about that already, Mm -hmm. but it does have a lot of songs. And so I just was like, well, why do you have this here when it's covering a lot of the themes you've already covered? And I think with stronger lyrics. And then you say something like he's giving himself the redo he never had in life. And I was like, Okay, that's interesting and cool. That's a good part of the narrative of this album. I understand its place in the trackless structure now. Uh, I mean, that's just my interpretation, but it's a pretty good interpretation, though, if I say so myself. Pretty sexy. Yeah. It's also like after all these songs beforehand of trying to change yourself or going into these like chaotic states or like not knowing what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, like coming out of it and being like, hey, I was shit. And I I own up to that because it was still me like... I wish I wasn't like this, but like, this is like an apology that I wish I got from some people of being like, you know what? I apologize. Like, I like that it's an apology you wish you got uh, because the next song is an apology I send to people. (laughs) (laughs) The next next song is an apology I've given. Okay, let's talk about the next song. Song of the year, a slap. A bob. I love it. It's a shorthand for me whenever I become overwhelmed with communiques and just enter the freeze response and stop talking to people. And then I'm like, how do I say, hi, thank you so much for being part of my life and reaching out to me. Sorry, I never responded. And I just be like, hey, heard this really cool song the other day. Marlonis, um Love has said that this is probably the most important song he's ever written. Oh. And he talked about like how... If you're a big, like, Taz Balance fan, there's Imbalance came out, there's kind of a quote that kind of relates to this in a way. With, like, the internet and stuff, or, like, being becoming popular and all these things, being surrounded by so much more people, yet feeling even more lonely. And that's the issue. It's that there's more people and more fake connections. Like, there's more people and more things, but there's less, like, authentic connections. There's not, there's not those invisible things to hold on to. You have it in the moment, and then you get home, and you just think, why did I do any of that? What was that yeah. for? Who was that for? Because it wasn't for me. And the line, like, never alone, but always depressed. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, we need this constant, like, Love stimulus. my friends to death, but I never call and I never text. Yeah. Sorry, everybody who I haven't <laughs> responded to. <laughs> um, and it's also the line of, like, love to get high, but we don't know how to come down. It's like... I'm trying to like get my word out there and try and do all these things. But it's like, I don't know how to live in the quiet moments. We don't know about these invisible things. We don't know about all these things. Like it's embraces the complication that is like the human psyche and the human need to connect. And I don't want to sound like an old lady being like the internet these days. Cause it has a lot of powerful things. It is super important. Like knowledge the and connection. So much for me. It has also yeah. damaged me in incomprehensible ways that I like when I say incomprehensible, I genuinely can't comprehend. I don't know how the way it's impacted me. I mm. just know that it has. Yeah. And it's, 
that true connection that there's people behind the screen and everyone is just calling out for so much hope and love and connection and support. And they receive on the outside, they receive that with like numbers or like those, but like actual true connection is being lost. And it's, again, it's modern loneliness. It's never alone, but always depressed. And it's like, yeah, disassociation. There's so many things in this song. The song also slaps and it's a great ender. It rocks. And also if you're listening to this song, this album on like repeat, this also goes in really well with drugs and the internet. So it also does. It loops so well. And I think this song is so interesting because when I started listening to it, I really expected it to be this Here's how I'm feeling. Here's how I made it through. And the song, the album ends and he's still very much in it. Like he's still figuring it out. He's still depressed. He's still lonely. He's still anxious. He's still trying to figure out how to cope and balance Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And, but this album isn't a condemnation of any of that. It's just like, you have to do the work. I agree. And I think it's so important to show that journey so much as like, hey, I've overcome all this stuff and I'm great now. And it's like, no, we actually need to see the process because that is what... You have to keep going. Exactly. That is the album of Emma. Do you have any final thoughts? I think I've honestly covered all my thoughts. I'm so proud of us for having a coherent thought to say about every single song, but that's because that's what this album is. Mm. I don't listen to whole albums. I listen to this whole album so much. Cannot wait to see if it places in the rap. Yay. I'm so glad you like it. It's very special to me. It also, okay, part of, sorry, also, it was special to me, though, because it was special to you, which is, I think, just the 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 thesis of everything that we've done in the past mm. year and a half of just, like, why I like talking to you. Listening to you talk about this album, I was like, I could just sit here and listen to her for days. And this album was so great because I got to listen to it and think about how it made me feel and be like, well, why, what did you, what did Jenny like about this? How did you mm. find it? And then I got to ask all these questions and hear all your thoughts and opinions, and that's, that is a good moment of connection. Genuinely, like, I am so thankful for this album because I was like, I cannot wait to hear her opinion on it. And also, we haven't spoken to each other in like a month. So this is really nice, too. Oh, it's so nice. Are you free afterwards? Can we continue yes. speaking? Yes. <laughs> but first, I have a really quick activity. So I briefly said how um, on the album cover, there's the different characters of his personality. And so it's the colors of the rainbow and they each represent a different aspect of him. Um, So it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Right. And so for example, red is spicy boy. Do you have any idea what song that would be? Oh, so they all correlate to specific songs. Not well, I'll get to that later, but this is just for bonus points. You have an idea. What's the spiciest song? If I knew what flavor that's what, what was on that sandwich, maybe it would be the sandwich song, but I don't know what was on the sandwich. So, oh, okay. Oh God, this is so much pressure. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, El Tejano? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that would be that one. Um, orange is 
the fuck boy. I'm just gonna tell you what they are because it's not ac- okay because it'll take too long. So good because like I if you if I'm if I'm saying kind of, I am not just a mapper. I cannot so easily and readily identify kinds of boys. You will in a moment, but <laughs> these are the hints. And then there's ones with okay. Um, so orange is the fuck boy, which um one of the examples is sweatpants of being like oh woe is me like i'm just gonna do whatever um yellow is mr positive so that's canada canada oh i like that that's, that's i like that because that's like a nice positive not the man yeah positive. and again like so not all the songs have music videos but some of them do and this and he wears a specific color some of them he wears multiple colors so it's hard to know but this is definite um green is the class clown this one's was billy i don't really know why but there's that one vibes um, blue is the hopeless romantic, which is feelings. And then purple is the existentialist, which is like, who? Like, what is going on? Like, who are you? Okay, so I'm going to name a song and you're going to have to tell me what colors were represented okay. in this. Repeat them. I'm going to get a pen. Yes. I know I probably should have told you to write them down until I was halfway through. I was like, it's too late. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I yeah. had a notebook right by. Okay. So we had... Spicy boy. Red is spicy. Okay. Orange is fuck boy. I just wrote the word fuck <laughs> in my notebook. Okay, Yellow cool. is Mr. Positive. Okay. Green is the class clown. Blue is hopeless romantic. <laughs> slow down, slow down. <laughs> okay. My writing has already become a legend. <laughs> Which ones do you got? You got red, orange, yellow, blue? I've got, I've got the Roy G. Buh. And purple is the existentialist. Oh, purple for the song of BTS. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I will give you a hint. To st- okay. Lonely Eyes. Which ones do you Lonely think were part of Lonely Eyes? Eyes. Is spicy. No. It's Fuckboy. Okay. Yep. Yeah, fuckboy. There was also one other one. It's Fuckboy and Hopeless Romantic. Yeah. Good job, Emma. Okay. I'm channeling my own emotions in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the next one. Tell My Mama. Existentialist? Yes, and one other. Ooh. And Fuckboy? Yes! <laughs> Good job. Okay, next one. Tapped in. Can't, can't get too cocky. Invisible things. Hopeless romantic. Surprisingly, no. Okay, Mr. Positive? Yes, and one other one. And... And existentialist? No. And spicy. Nope. <laughs> I, that felt wrong, but I hadn't said spicy in a while. Class clown? Yeah, it is. I think it's because of the whole of, like, being a child and, like, all the things of, like, you don't need, like, material things. It's all, like, imagination as a child. So it's all the invisible things. Okay. Last one. Heads up, it's a trick one. What does that mean? Okay. Sims. Uh, Green? Yes. Which would be class clown because the little green symbol. Okay, yes. Over their heads. And spicy? Yes. Because... I know people love to make yep. their Sims uh-huh. do carnal yep. pleasures. Uh-huh. There's another one. Is it all of them? It's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all of them. Because now it's very revealing for me, though. But which ones I guessed first? <laughs> I mean, you never played The Sims, but hey, it's also you, you did what you can. But yeah, so it's all and The Sims is all of them because it's like all the different in The Sims. Like, what should I do? I should have been this. We should have been this. It's like trying everything out. But yeah, I just think it's neat. That he, like, has these different representations of parts of his personality and, like, how, like, a song can be more than one. Like, one could be hopeless romantic and also a fuckboy. Like, it's fascinating because, like... <laughs> there are two wolves that live within you. <laughs> exactly. Anywho, that's the album. Go out and watch it, stream it, listen to it. It's great. You're in this... If you're, like, worried about, I don't know, throwing off your Spotify algorithm, we're in the, like, 
ghost period where <laughs> you're not going to be in this year's Spotify rap. You're not going to be next year's Spotify rap. So now is absolutely the time to try new music. Yes. Or, I mean, if you like it, just listen to it 24-7 and make it that top one, baby. You have time. Baby. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter or Tumblr at HiHo Podcast. You can email us at HiHoPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and be sure to leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice, even if that is Satan's podcatcher, Apple Podcast. <laughs> we um, have switched so hard. We used to be like, our favorite Apple Podcast. And I'm like, no. Everybody uses Apple Podcast. Not anymore. No. Um, class on Mr. Spotify all the way. That would be really nice. Yeah. I would really enjoy that. Yes, thank you you so much. And remember to like what you like. Your opinion is valid. As long as it's the same, it's fine.